Silence is golden, especially when it comes to brakes. That's why Napa Silent Guard are built to be one of the smoothest and most quiet brakes on the market. Made with fiber-reinforced shims that eliminate noise for the life of the pad, rubber-coated hardware for a better fit, and quality design that meets and exceeds OE performance. Silent Guard brakes deliver the stopping power drivers demand. Available now at Napa locations nationwide. Hello again, it's Crew Call here on the Motor Racing Network, taking you into the garage area and talking to the folks that make the race cars and trucks go around the racetracks. Steve Post, lead pit road reporter for Motor Racing Network, joined by 25-time and championship-winning crew chief Todd Gordon. Hello, Todd. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Fantastic. Man, we've wrapped it up. We put another bow around the season. Yeah, championship uh, championship weekend in the rearview mirror. You got a you got a few days you can reflect on that and yeah. look in the rearview mirror, but Just you're gonna have few. to look forward pretty quickly to 2024. Just a few. Larry Back's gonna start a countdown. It's he gonna be less did. than a hundred days quickly. We um, okay. We uh, Monday Sunday night we're all hanging out. You know the MRN crew. We like yep. to hang out. And somebody said. 90 days from tomorrow, we'll be at the Coliseum. Yep. I'm like, oh my gosh, here we go again. So, uh, yeah, what we're going to do today in Crew Call, we're going to focus on the NASCAR Xfinity Series. We're going to talk to Jonathan Tony, the championship-winning crew chief, and the NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series. Rich Lucius is going to join us as well from up at Thor Sports. So, uh, let's talk a little Xfinity Series. Jonathan Tony, Stuart Haas Racing. First and foremost, big picture, Stuart Haas Racing not been the kind of year that they were looking for. But on the Xfinity side, the, 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 the ray of hope is that Xfinity team has performed really, really well. Especially here in the last month, month and a half. I think you, you look at, you know, you go back to Vegas. Right. Uh, Riley Herbst dominated at Vegas. Right. Uh, really good at Homestead. Yep. And and not quite, not quite that, but they have their organization, that, that Xfinity program, Cole being back in it, I think is, helps that program have a direction. Yeah, I think that's helped. I think it helps at Riley as well. Um, and and kudos to Jonathan Tony, who's who's been a Stuart Haas employee oh forever. Gosh. Yeah, um, you yeah. know, engineer on the on the on I think Tony's uh, championship season. Uh, but we'll talk to him about that. But there's more guidance, I think, in this program, and it's it's showing the rewards. And, and really, Cole won on a rest- on a green white checker. But Cole was in position before those cautions happened to win the race. Yeah. So, I, um, but what a great ending we had! What a race, though. Three had all had three of the four championship four side by side by side with one lap to go. I know, uh, and the other one right there behind him. Yeah. yeah. I mean, really. what a what a championship run! What a championship race it was! And the Xfinity Series did a really nice job with that. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, they did. Cool. They did. Stuff. Now Friday night. Okay. Well. <sighs> Yeah, truck series. Yeah, Ooh. we've got a new, we've got a new old champion. Okay, a Ben Rhodes and a new old champion, yeah. a second time for Ben Rhodes and Rich Lucius. But I don't. I, it's when when Elton Sawyer in Sunday's drivers' meeting for the Cup Series said, "We saw what not to do on Friday night." Yeah. If 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 they're acknowledging it in other drivers' meetings, there's no way we can dress this up. That was an ugly, ugly race. Yeah, on Friday night. Yeah, yeah, it was. And and I think I'm going to defend them a little bit. The trucks are so side force dependent. Yeah, that when you put them side by side, somebody's on your door. You spin out. Like right. we've seen that all along. Yeah. And the cup cars, they've actually when they built the next gen car, 
they made it very numb to side force. They made it where it's not relying on that. The diffuser underneath the downforce. Yeah. So these cars, the cup cars, when they get side by side, they can race that way. The trucks, the trucks are like the old cup cars where we're, they get, get they little... actually get like, we, we call it, they get sucked around because they lose all that side force if, if somebody comes down the door. I think it makes it where when they make a mistake, it becomes a bigger mistake. Right. And, you know, it's just one of those situations that we saw it and multiple times. Double, quadruple overtime or whatever it turned out to 29 be. 29 extra laps. 29 extra laps in a 150 lap race. Yeah, I think it was 179 or something like something that. Something like that. Or, I, I um, know, it, was, it was crazy. But, and, and, and two of the championship contenders, um, Corey Heim and Carson Hosevar took care of themselves. Yeah, And each other, unfortunately. Um, Grant Infinger got caught up and, you know, the sentimental one there with Jeff Hensley and the GMS team and that going away. And boy, I'm telling you what, coming to that finish line, Grant Enfinger just about stole one. Needed one more lap. Yeah. One more lap. It, but yeah, they, they, they put together a, a great run and, um, you know, it would have been a great storyline, but we ended up with a great storyline as well. Rich, Rich Lucius and, uh, and Ben Rhodes putting it together again. It's just strategizing their way through i mean I, really i i they're 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 run at homestead yeah yeah put them in this position and they did it again and they i mean last year they just about did it with a two-tire call so um this is this is gutsy crew chief call but it's also savvy driver call to accept it it's gutsy crew chief. yeah but this, the driver's got to be on board yeah and i think i think this pairing you know that that um I think Ben believes in Rich, and Rich understands what he can do with Ben, and, and he gets to be creative. And yeah. he's done it a few times and been very successful with it. No doubt about it. So they're two-time champions. So what we're going to do, we're going to step away. When we come back, we're going to talk with Jonathan uh, Tony from over at Stuart Haas Racing. And later on after that, we're going to talk to Rich Lucius from up at Thor Sports. Stay with us. Crew Call returns in just a moment. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical, underage sale prohibited. Introducing Zone Nicotine Pouches, the perfect balance of unparalleled comfort, longer-lasting flavor, and nicotine that satisfies. Whether you're zoning in during the race or zoning out after a tough day at work, Zone gets you there faster and keeps you there longer. Available in seven flavors and in six and nine milligram strengths. Find Zone at zonepouches.com and retailers near you. Own your Zone with Zone Nicotine Pouches. Welcome back. It is Crew Call here on the Motor Racing Network. Talking Xfinity Series and Truck Series here on the program. And the 2023 Xfinity Series Championship winning crew chief, Jonathan Tony from Stuart Haas Racing, joins us. Hello, Jonathan. How are you? Doing good. How about you guys? We're doing well. What has it been like back at the shop? What's the, what's the scene been like after you guys returned from that championship run at Phoenix? Oh, it's been you know been been pretty been been pretty neat experience here at the shop. You know, uh, you know we're we just have a small group, honestly, of the of the guys that travel with the cars. So most of the work and most of the guys, you know, are, are back here at the shop. So be able to come back yesterday and celebrate that with them. You know, uh, the trucks got back, and I looked outside my office, and they was probably I don't know thirty or forty guys gathered around the car, uh, taking their picture. Cole came in about the time the truck got here, so had a lot of people getting their picture made with Cole and the car and. And just to see the excitement and the, uh, you know, everybody enjoying the, you know, the success of all the hard work because it takes, you know, a lot of people to make them cars go turn left on a, on a Saturday afternoon. So uh, to see them to and be able to enjoy that, you know, and be able to have that championship for those guys has been very, very rewarding. 
And, and you're a long-term uh, Stuart Haas employee. I think uh, I think I read 2003 you went to work there. <laughs> You've been an engineer on the cup side. I think won a championship in the cup side as an engineer. To, to crew chief in an Xfinity car this year. And talk about what's different there and, and the accomplishments of winning your first uh, first first season as a as a leader of an Xfinity program. Yeah, I think I talked to Steve on Saturday. And, yeah. You know, we talked about how it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a long way to move the, uh, across to that, diff, that other seat on the side of the toolbox. Uh, <laughs> you definitely worry about a whole lot more. I've always I've said I, I worry about a lot of things now that I didn't even used to think about. So, uh, you know, that's... Uh, you know, I guess that kind of comes along with the job, but, uh, you know, just, you know, it's been a great place to work. You know, I, I say, you know, uh, back to the Haas CNC days before it became Stuart Haas, they were the first ones to pay me to to be able to, 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 to you know, chase my dream and something I always wanted to do. And so I'll forever be indebted to, you know, Joe Custer and you know, Booty Barker at that time and, and those guys that gave me an opportunity to come here. And then when Darian Grubb come along to be able to work with him, with, with Tony Stewart, you know, and then, uh, to be able to go chase a championship on the cup side, you know, it's just, uh, you know, 20 years ago, if you'd have told me that uh, this was going to be possible, I, you know, I was just lucky to be, or felt very fortunate to be able to get paid to work on race cars and to be able to experience the success that we've experienced here. I mean, it's beyond my wildest dreams and I'm truly, truly blessed to be part of such a great group of people and a great organization. You mentioned Joe Custer, and this goes back to the Haas CNC days. What does it mean to you then to give Joe's boy Cole and for Cole to be the driver that you win the championship with, I cannot imagine that has got to be extremely rewarding. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> there again, it's what hard to me imagine that little five-year-old kid with his hilly shoes come rolling down a ramp at, uh, at the racetrack, you know, and, you know, that just think that someday that I'd be crew chief in his car. I mean, that's just, yeah, that's, that's just crazy to even think that that would have, would have been possible 20 years ago this time. But yeah, it's very rewarding. You know, they've, you know, Joe's always been very, very good to me, always been uh, very fair. Uh, you know, he's always, uh, you know, we talked about this opportunity last last year, you know, uh, uh, about this time last year, about the opportunity to potentially do that. And, of course, it's it's incredibly honoring uh, for me, for Joe to trust me, you know, because uh, I've got kids of my own and, you know, I, I, I don't trust very many people with them. So I definitely get that that side of it. And so to be able to uh, for Joe to put that confidence in me to go do that and then, you know, to be able to go out and win this championship with Cole. You know, I, honestly, I couldn't have thought think of a better driver for me personally to be able to work with to go win an expanded championship or any championship for that matter, uh, to see that rewarding and to see the happiness on Joe's face. Man, it just makes all those late nights and all those days sleeping in a motel away from home makes it worth it for sure to be able to go out and do that with these guys. And talk about Cole coming back. He, he made it to Cup, uh, won at Cup, had a tough year and, and kind of reset back to Xfinity. And you guys could put back together and, and had a lot of success in Xfinity, but a couple years removed from that. Coming back to it, kind of found his stride again. And really, I felt like in the playoffs, you guys as a whole, both, I mean, Riley Herbst dominated it at Las Vegas. I think, uh, I think really strong at, at, at uh, Homestead as well. You guys, this program's continuing to march its way forward into what I felt like it was back when Cole was in it, a very dominant program. I think for sure. You know, we, uh, you're definitely having Cole come back. You know, I made mention the other night, you know, we're seeing this young man turn into a, not only a good race car driver, a great race car driver. We've always, you know, we've seen the talent there for sure for several years, but he's turned into such a great leader and such a, uh, you know, that's going to be one of his strong qualities moving forward is his leadership. And I think that that has helped propel this, uh, you know, this Xfinity program. You know, we've had some 
you know, Richard Boswell was a very, very key vital part of this Xfinity program. Uh, and this year he had the opportunity to go cup racing. And so, you know, we've been able to kind of carry on what, you know, Boswell and even Jeff Mandarin and, and Mike Shipley that was here before to what they had started building. So we had a very, very strong foundation here, you know, that, that we was, me and Davin's been able to build on. And I think you've just seen things just kind of, the, the you know, the the everything's just kind of come together right here to right, at the right time of the year for, for both teams. And, you know, we've, 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 we're very excited about the future too. I mean, you know, just, you know, not just this championship, but what's going to come next year and the years to come, you know, we're very, very excited about it and looking forward to it. How important, and, and I've, the, the, the one, the example that I've used a lot uh, over the course of time is it seemed like the last two years on the cup side where you saw the six car, you saw the 17. So if they were 17th, if one was 17th, the other one was 18th. If one was third, the other one was fourth. How important is it to have companion teams like the, like the 98 and the double zero? How important is it to see these teams now performing and, and, and feeding off from each other at the same tier in the, in the Xfinity garage? I mean, it's, I mean, it's invaluable. I mean, you can't put a price tag on that for sure. You know, I mean, you don't you know, don't underestimate when that ninety eight goes out and wins a race that 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 that's not motivation for for everybody, right? You know, to not only that is, but it's 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 uh, gives you the that you know you're on the right track, you know, that you're not off base. But I've said, you know, what makes this group such such a special group is everybody here wants to win for the for the guy beside of them, whether that's a ninety eight or a double zero. And I said, you know, when when we when I went to Victor Lane with, and saw Riley and Victor Lane at uh, Vegas. And uh, I was just as happy, honestly, than if the double zero to won that day, you know. And and so I think as long as that's the mindset here, that that that's that's a a fun place to be. And of course, you know, as we all get better, as the one gets better, the other one's going to get better too. And and, he, and I don't think you stay behind as long as long as you're working together and trying to strive to to get there together. And and keeping that continuity, I correct me if I'm wrong, but I think I heard Cole has announced he's coming back to the Xfinity Series for 24. And, and and that continuity of keeping your group together, I believe Riley's back. So it's kind of the same group continuing to work forward, right? Correct. Yeah. As I explained, like I say, that's what gets us excited. You know, we know that this is a, that, that this, this year, you know, we was fortunate enough to get a championship and I, you know, Riley, I'd say the last four or five races, I'm pretty sure that he scored the most points of anybody had, you know, however many top fives it was in a row and, and won a race. So yeah, I mean, that makes you excited for next year, knowing that you got the same 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 pieces of the puzzle is going to be there, and 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 you can build on that, and and hopefully build into a strong twenty twenty four. Jonathan, it was such a spectacular race on from a racing perspective. I know you wanted to go do like Riley did in Las Vegas and destroy the field and not have any pressure at the end. I get that. We're calling the race. I'm a race fan. When they're three wide coming to the white flag with the other competitor right behind them. And I want to talk about laps, uh, turns three and four, that white flag. What was your take on the way Cole got through turns three and four? What, what was your take? Because where I sat, it was like, holy cow, he got through turn three and four three seconds better than anyone else. I know I'm exaggerating. What was your take? And what did you see there when you were watching that right in front of you, the way it lays out in Phoenix? Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, I think I talked to Wayne Alton, the uh, series director, on uh, Sunday morning, and he said, he, you know, we actually had all four cars was pretty much four wide coming off of turn two. Uh, so, you know, that was uh, from a spectator and a fan standpoint, of course, you got to appreciate that. Sitting where we was at, uh, I probably would have rather that caution not come out. I think that would have been the stretch level would have been a, a lot less. But I had confidence in Cole, and, you know, and he, he had been getting through three and four good all night long. You know, that's kind of where we was making our money, I guess you would say. So, uh, you know, I felt like if we could come off a of turn two on the bottom and 
in which he did. Fortunately, he was able to that uh, three and four was going to be our strong suit and we'd be able to clear him. But man, he just, uh, that was a, uh, a Michael Jordan uh, last second shot type, type move, I guess you'd say, through three and four. And he, uh, he laid it all on the line and it stuck. And, uh, and, and we was very fortunate to kick back around there and get the checkered flag. Yeah, that car squirted out of three and four because it came down in there. And where we sit is it, the pit box is right. We're all right there. We can watch three and four. And the way that car just kind of, and he talked about it, he just got it pointed perfectly so he mm-hmm. could get on the gas quicker than everyone else. And that car just squirted out of the pack. And it was like, holy cow, man, it was impressive. It really was <laughs> impressive indeed from backward and on fire at Martinsville to getting the win at Phoenix. What a finish to the season. And Jonathan, your first year around the horn as a crew chief, congratulations on uh, the champion chip and i hope you get a chance to enjoy the uh the accolades a little bit during the off season as well thank you guys i really appreciate appreciate you having me on and uh like i say looking forward to celebrating and uh get 2024 started here for too long like a racer we're going to celebrate for just a little bit and then we're going to work a whole lot harder when we go to next year jonathan thank you Thank you, guys. There we go. Jonathan Tony joining us from Stuart Haas Racing. Stay with us. When we come back, Rich Lucius from up at Thorsport. He joins us next. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, The ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Welcome back. It's Crew Call here on the Motor Racing Network. Steve Post and Todd Gordon here, and one of my favorite guys to catch up with in the garage area joins us now via the Zoom call. He is the champion for the second time in the NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series from up at Thor Sport. Rich Lucius joins us. Hello, Rich. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. How are you? Doing really, really good. Congratulations are in order. I think a one-time crew chief is quite the accomplishment, but uh, you're starting to get into some high cotton as far as a two-time championship winning crew chief. It's got to feel personally pretty satisfying. It actually does. You know, I was on the on the um, radio with Claire there on Friday night after the race, and she was telling me the list of crew chiefs I joined, and I, it was hard to believe that, you know, somebody from Akron, Ohio could could be on that group with them. And and to step in, uh, I'll, I'll go to it. We we talked a little bit off air, but you step back into you, you, there was a crew chief shuffle two years as as you talked about won the championship in twenty one finished second in the championship last year. I thought a great strategy call put yourself in a position where you had an opportunity to win it last year. Shuffled the crew chief deck this year, but puts you and Ben back together at, at Bristol and uh and and worked your magic again. Yeah, I mean that just shows you you got to believe in what Duke Thorson has the plan he has in place and uh you know the beginning of this season we you know i got switched over to haley and we had haley for about 19 races and then uh i got switched over to ben right like you said right before bristol and uh for whatever reason me and ben just click and it works and uh it all worked out well is it sort of like when you got on the radio with ben at bristol is it it like they say riding a bike is it sort of like okay and ben's like okay was that what it was like when you guys joined back together at bristol yeah, we didn't miss a beat. We, you know, we all season long we still talked, and he helped off a bunch with Haley, and mm-hmm. and we bounced things off him, you know, with her. And so, uh, yeah, like we didn't miss a beat. You know, it was like like you said, riding a bicycle, and for whatever reason, like I said, we work really well together. Uh, I understand how to get in his head, and and um, and it all works out. I think I think the piece that I look back, like last year, 
Last year's championship race, uh, I think it was a two-tire call late or a stay-out call. You were on a different strategy there. Put yourself in a position where you, where you, you almost took advantage of it. And then we looked to this year. You came in for basically the, the third round of, of the playoffs. A great call. I mean, a gutsy call by you. Put yourself in position at Homestead mm-hmm. to tie for the fourth point in points position. And the finish at Homestead, I think, was a tiebreaker. Talk about what it was to, you know, the strategy sides of the pieces and, and how you sit on the box and make those calls. Well, Todd, you've been doing this long enough. You know how it works. Uh, going into um, Homestead, I just had a plan in place, you know, and and I know this thing usually goes long, green flag runs at the end. So I like making those calls and I make like making putting Ben in a situation where he's got a shot to, you know, win the race or obviously this one to advance to the next round. Because I know, too, that whatever position I put him in and whatever I do for him, he's going to he's going to make the most of it and give me everything he has. And like you said about uh, at Phoenix last year, it was a two tire call at the end of the race because we were about a 10th place truck and that's all we had. So try to do something different than the leaders did, obviously. And we were half a, half a corner away from uh, making a payoff. Yeah, it definitely was. And, and, and talk about just, are those pieces that you pretty much have pre, uh, pre-planned out before you come into the weekend or are those got calls that just as a race plays out, you, uh, you react to? A little bit of both, you know, obviously you got to look at trends. You know, Larry Mack's always talking about the trends. And so you got you to look at trends. And so I always do that a lot and do a little bit of homework before we go to the race and have some type of plan in my head what we're going to do. But then you got to go with your gut. You know, the experience, I think, pays off and just going with a gut feeling and making it all work. So how much gas did you have left at the end of the race at Homestead? I don't mean to back up a race. I know you won a championship <laughs> Phoenix, but I really think Homestead was the call that put you in position to be able to, to win his championship. No, I agree for sure. Homestead was definitely a race to put us in position, you know, to win this championship. And uh, we re- he actually ran out of gas coming off of Ford to take the checkered. I knew it was going to be close, but I never once told him on the radio to save because I didn't want him to back down. We had to get track position. Yeah, it's like, go fast, but slow down. Go fast, but slow down. <laughs> yeah. It's fascinating stuff. It really, truly is. Um, let's, let's, let's talk a little bit about this race at Phoenix this past weekend, Rich. Um, in complete honesty, overall, big picture, it was a little ugly at times. It really, truly was. What was, what was your guys, how, how did you guys stay out of the muck and the mire? Just kind of describe your approach to it, because there was, there was about two trucks that didn't, that, 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 that didn't have anything really go off the rails too badly uh well actually you guys had a problem but how did you stay out of it how did you keep yourselves alive as far as that championship goes on friday night we kind of went into that mindset in the race before the race even started i me and ben were talking all week leading up to it about you know you got carson and you got Corey heim that are pretty young and pretty hungry and they've been fast all year and i knew they were going to be you know trying to take advantage of every situation so we kind of just tried to stay our own race and, you know, and do what we could do with our truck and try to make sure that we were put ourselves in the best situation. So we just tried to focus on us and not focus on anybody else. And luckily being there now three years in a row, we had that experience to where yeah. just got to keep Ben calm enough during the race to make smart moves and, you know, put ourselves in position at the end. Yeah. Really good. Really good. And talk about, talk about just the anxiety and, and mental aspect of all of the green white checker situations and, and where that all played out for you guys. I usually try to stay pretty level, level headed on the box, but I was getting pretty, pretty irate there at the end. You know, all we had to go two miles is, is all we had to do two laps. So we were done. And, uh, so I was getting pretty mad and pretty upset, but couldn't show Ben that or explain that to Ben, you know? So, um, but it all worked out, you know, it, it was frustrating. Like you said, Steve, the, the race was 
was terrible. <laughs> Honestly, for I've seen better races at local short tracks, you know, but all in all, hopefully we can move forward in the truck series and not worry about that anymore for next year. Yeah, yeah, maybe maybe a little bit of a wake-up call there as far as that goes. You, you we, We've talked about this. We talked about Phoenix last year. We talked about Homestead. How deep in the weeds does Ben like to get in this? Is it that trust factor, or does does he kind of like to know all of the details on what you're doing? How do you, how do you blend that with your driver? Uh, it's a little bit of both, actually. You know, he likes to know some, some setup stuff and likes to know what's going on in head. Likes to have a little bit of idea what I'm going to do for strategy, but I don't have to tell him everything. And then whatever situation I put him in, he has enough faith in me that uh, we we make the best of it. No doubt. Yeah, yeah really cool, really cool. And and uh, so as you you know, you come off of this. This is the second time in three years you've won a championship. Second last year as Thor Sport. Um, what does the off season entail? Uh, how does how does a team? How does a truck team? We say off season. I, I like it. I listened to Elton Sawyer on, on Monday. He said the non racing season, right? <laughs> it's not really an off season, but how do you, how do you, what does, what does the next two months happen, happen for you guys? Well, just like you said, there is no off season. So Saturday morning, uh, me and Ben got up. We were still in Phoenix and me and him drove or drove to Yuma and actually tested a dirt car Sunday morning in Yuma just to try to get some more laps and a feel on dirt feel. So there is no off season, but then. Um, I got home yesterday morning about 8 a.m. from the from the West Coast, so I was pretty spent at that point. But came into work today, and uh, we're just focused on trying to get stuff prepared and how we can make things better for next year. Right now, obviously, we're getting ready for the banquet, and then we're going to have an open house here at Thorsport on December 13th and have a parade here in Sandusky again like we had in 2021. So we're just focused on that stuff right now and then get focused on uh, 100% heading towards 2024. Man, I'll tell you what. Sandusky, Ohio, rolling out the street for the home team and uh, really cool stuff. Rich, uh, always enjoy uh, your your candor and talking, whether we're leaning up against a stack of good years or now joining us here on Crew Call. We appreciate your time. Congratulations. Good things happening to good people. And uh, congratulations. Enjoy the, uh, enjoy the championship. I really appreciate you guys having me on. It was great talking to you. There we go. Rich Lucius joining us from up at Thor Sports. Stay with us. More Crew Call in just a moment. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Welcome back. It is Crew Call here on the Motor Racing Network. Todd Gordon and Steve Post wrapping it up, this time talking about the Xfinity Series and Truck Series. Next week on the program, we'll get with Jonathan Hassler and talk about his Cup Series championship up at Team Penske. But when we look at it, Ben Rhodes and Cole Custer are the championship drivers. I shared this a little bit off Mike with uh, when we were talking to Jonathan. Cole Custer has just endeared himself to us he he four or five times a year will come up and sit in the booth with us and do a truck series race and when he first did it we're like man this quiet kid what's he gonna say what's he going to offer and we have a lot of fun on the mrm broadcast those of you who go to the racetrack you know that during the commercial breaks we have a lot of fun and so when we get someone new it's kind of like we tiptoe into the, the the shenanigans. So we did our first race with Cole, and we tiptoed in. By the end of the day, we were in midseason form and and everything else. We got to like the second race, 
and we get to the first commercial break, and Cole, I think it was Moody, just laid Moody right out on the Q channel and said, we're going to be all right with Cole. We're going to be fine with him. He just has become part of our family. Yeah. And I know that we cover this sport, and we cover everybody, and we have respect for all of the drivers, and we don't cheer for anybody. We love a good race. But there was a little extra pride that an MRN broadcaster won that Xfinity Series championship. Yeah. I like that. But. Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. And, and deserving, as, uh, as, as Jonathan talked about rather not see that caution he was leading the race yeah so absolutely. uh but uh you know did a great job what a phenomenal race that was yeah to that be was so to, good. To just a competition those guys all yeah. ele- elevating and and coming forward yeah. made up for what we saw well, on friday night well I, I shared i shared that elton's message in the drivers meeting was don't be like friday night elton also said what we saw yesterday was what we want yeah so we had both extreme I, I actually think we may have had that we, we had both extremes yeah we really did but we end up with two really good champions we in did. the xfinity series and with great ben stories Rose and, and great stories rich lucius i mean rich lucius you want to talk about short track if rich lucius wasn't doing this for ben Rhodes, he would be at a short track he's he'll be at a dirt track he'd be doing something that is just racer jonathan tony Man, just his, his gratitude for getting paid to go to the racetrack for all these years. Yep. We have great crew chiefs, great drivers, great teams with Thor Sport and Stuart Haas Racing getting championships. Really, really good season in these series. Yeah, you, you got to love the the you know the cap on the seventy fifth season. Yep. I think every all the storylines are in the right places. And uh, uh, congratulations to, to Ben Rhodes and Rich on 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 manufacturing their opportunity. Yeah. They they, they've done that through years. They did it again. Talked to him about it. Rich has done yeah. a great job with it. Yeah. Ben believes in him. And right. that, that, that helps a lot. But Jonathan Tony coming in here is, you know, a rookie crew chief, but Ugh. a 20 year exper- veteran yeah. of, of Stuart Haas racing. And, um, you know, Cole Custer stepping back from the cup series yeah. and getting it done. Yep, no doubt. Great champions, that's for sure. And we do appreciate Jonathan and Rich joining us here on the program. Uh, we'll talk a little bit uh, next week. We're going to talk all the Cup Series stuff. But, uh, you know, I know uh, you. you we, I just shared with us that we, we don't have favorites, but there is connections with Cole Custer. You even said last week, I know I'm a little biased, Team Penske. Yeah. Uh, can't wait to talk to Jonathan Hassler next week on the program. Yeah, it'd be great. I, I, you know, it's a, it's a, kudos to Jonathan and, and Ryan. And the whole Team Penske group, and and it'll be great to talk to him about the the path that's been there. It's a, it's it's been diverted a few times for Jonathan, and uh, and definitely taking advantage of the situation. Really, truly is that's for sure. So next week on the program, Jonathan Hassler from up at Team Penske. Again, we do appreciate uh, Jonathan, Tony, and Rich Lucius for joining us here on the program. But more important than all of that, thank you for joining us here this time on Crew Call.